You're standing still, but your head is turning. You're looking to the left, you're looking to the right. And in your mind, you're trying to make a conscious decision, which way do I go? But somewhere in between that, can you hear Christ saying, just keep your eyes on me. Woo! Glory. Hallelujah. Jesus. Just keep your eyes on me. And if you can just see him, hallelujah, even in the midst, that should be a surety. My God. That wherever he's about to take you, it's better than where you started out with. Lord, do I have a witness? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. Lord to you.
you for all that you've done. God, we just thank you for just being you. chapter, starting at the second verse. The word of God reads this. It says, I know thy works. I know thy labor and thy patience, and how thou hast not cast, cast cares not bear, beareth thy evil, and thou hast tried us with the apostles, and not, and that not, and have not found them liars. Verse 3, and they have born has patience, for my name's sake has labored and have not feigned that, but at first fault. But nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because they have left thy first love. Remember that forth, that would have fallen and have repented. Do thy first work. I'm going to start back there, and I'm going to come back to it at the end. And it says, remember this, that have fallen and have repented, and do the first works. 
and for y'all to have a subject for the day. Now I said, let us get back to holiness. So as I look at the world today, and I see that we have had the election and we have had people celebrating and have talked about who is who and, and what their platforms and everything is. And they, and they talked about who they should back and everything. But here is you understand this and I'm going to tell you as Christians, we are not here to be on the platform to put support whoever. We are to give instructions on what you need to do about voting. I'm giving instructions because this ain't the last time you're going to vote. You have to tell the people to read, pray, and seek the Lord. You are not to get on anywhere on television, internet, social media, whatever, and saying this is this person. You are to lead as an example and show people how to pray first. Educate yourself and read. Do not use these things as a platform to get your agenda in your name out. And I'm not just talking about the video I saw of somebody at Church of God. I've seen multiple things because of the type of work I do. And I've seen everybody who claimed to be a man and woman of God, you're out of line. Because as they said, for the time that the judgment has come, and where does it start? At the house of God. So what it means is that we must have ourselves in order because where he's going to start here first. He's not going to look at the world who did not obey and want to live for him. He's going to look at the ones who said, I call him Lord and I claim him to be my God and everything I serve and put him first. He's going to look at you first. Just as a parent would look at their own children before they say something else about the other child down the street. My God, my God, my God. My God, this, this may not be a shocking message, but it got to be said. So as we look at what the world is seeing right now, and because people have gotten caught up in their itching ears. See, I can say this now because I'm in a platform that God has allowed me to say things. I can't say this stuff on the on my podcast because I have to be, you know, politically correct. But here I have to tell you what thus saith the Lord. We have gotten to a place where we have been compromising the gospel. We have compromised what we supposed to stand on as the word of God. We have compromised the standard of holiness so much that people cannot recognize if you are saved or of the word. So you have to understand this. That when I tell you that judgment starts here, this is why you are seen. When they said they would never see this many people, uh, bishops and all that die, that's not just COVID. That's something that y'all are compromised. Judgment starts in his house. If you claim to have the position of being there, you must understand what's required of you. If nobody else prayed in the house, you got to pray. Yes. If nobody else fasted, you got to. Why? Because if I call myself a child of God, I'm going to start at that. I must be the first one to obey. Yes. I don't look for a sinner to obey. Yes. I don't look for the for the homemaker to obey. But as for the child of God that calls themselves saved, sanctified, the Holy Ghost field, I must be the first to obey. And that's what it has to come back to. As you understanding what your first love is, knowing how to have zeal and obey God. Because you can have works all day. I can go out there and feed the homeless. I can go out there and clothe people. I can go out there and begin to do all kinds of things in the name of God. But if I do not love him and obey him, In my mess. That does not mean I have to stay in my sin. 
that mess up and I recognize I messed up. I got to repent. And the Bible says, even though you fall in it's time to repent. When I repent, that gives me the place to understand what holiness living is. I don't mean I go do it over and over again. Like some people say, it's alright. The devil is a lie. There is a standard that we must live by. And we have lost it in the midst of trying to get a big church. I don't have to worry about that with this one. It's like when you look at somebody, you can see their spirit. You don't have to worry about them. Some people, you look at their spirit and you see some other things. Can I drop this? If you truly are living a holiness lifestyle and standing and practicing and living in the word of God as he gives instruction, when a demon comes, you can recognize You ain't got to be somebody that's called apostle, prophet, When you got the Holy Ghost in you and you know what the word of God says, when the demon comes, you are no. Mm -mm. I, I I know you're trying to say that, but I don't receive that. Send that back where it comes from, because that's not a God. We have to understand. Holiness requires us to be obedient. Say I know I'm in the church. I ain't online. So online, I'm not. I'm used to not hearing an amen when I say so. But I'm here with y'all today. So when when I say holiness requires obedience, I hear. So give me a church that talk back to me. Because when you talk back to me and I say something, that let me know you're in agreement on what the Word of God saying, not what Charles is saying. Yes. Catch that. Y'all know that's not saying. You got to catch it. Because here is something that is going on in the, in the body of Christ. The body of Christ is fighting each other. I'm not talking about just church against church. I'm talking about church against politics. I have never read in the word of God as much as the Lord has allowed me to read it, because I'm able to read it, maybe to comprehend, the Lord has blessed me to do that. Don't take it for granted. You keep doing something, he'll turn you over to a reformated master. Remember that. But he has allowed me to read this word of God, comprehend it, and know how to apply it. I thank God for the Holy Ghost of that, because if you got the Holy Ghost, you understand what holiness is. But here's the thing. We have got to a place where we are ready and forgot we forgot the standard. We forgot the instructions. We forgot what God has told us to do. We're out here doing what it looks like is going to be good. It looked like it's good. That ain't holiness. Holiness, I ought to be able to look at you. Check your spirit. See where you come from. Maybe go back to the word of God and see where it lines up and know that it is you. And know that God is speaking through you. If I cannot do that, please, I'm being nice because the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. Please keep it wrong. If you don't keep it rolling, you'll come to an open rebuke. Keep coming to me. I'm going to say, no, that's not for me. People of God, it, it is all right when a false prophet come to you and try to give you a word to tell you, that's not for me. I don't receive it. That lines up with the word of God. When I tell you holiness living, it's not about the clothes we got on. That's right. No. Amen. Amen, church. Amen, Wall, because... Cause some of y'all come in here looking good, but y'all looking like snakes and clothes. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on, 
That's why I said, if it hits you, take it away. I am not looking in a place to see your reaction today. I just want to take what the Lord is saying to you. I want to take and apply it. Because if the word hits you, that means I need to check me. Anytime a word comes, I don't care if it comes while I'm riding here, I let the word check me. Y'all understand holiness living. I got to lay this down because I want it. This could be a hooping sermon, but it needs to be a teaching. Yes. And then when you follow the Holy Spirit, you'll know when to teach, teach. and when to ah, teach. Come on, yes. You're talking about holiness yes. living. Yes. You can't come somewhere and preach how to preach something God telling you to teach it. Uh -huh. Teach it. My children need to hear this. You need to understand yeah. it. Break it down by precept by precept. You, you can't go in there and preach and hope and holler and somebody miss a word and miss what they needed. Yeah. Not as blood on your hands. Because you were obedient to God. Holiness living is required. We need to get back to it. We need to get back to holiness living. And holiness living requires us to be on our faith. Yes. Yes. You know, I said it a couple years, about two years ago. I enjoy technology. But it's something about when you got this in your hand. Something about when you hold it and you read it and your, your finger follow the words and, and yes. just, it just penetrates a different way in your spirit. You know, it, it, it's good to have the technology because sometimes when I travel, I don't have to have so many things to come with me. But it's nothing like the written word of God that you can refer back to. Because if the power go out, the internet shut down, I still know how to go to the word of God. And y'all better pray that y'all live in a holiness lifestyle and not be left behind to see what the tribulation would look like. Because the tribulation, this is all you're going to have. You ain't going to have no iPad. Y'all gonna go back and see everybody over the age of 35 raise your hand. So we know what it's like not to have a cell phone. Uh, okay, see, 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 y'all thought I was trying to be funny trying to get your age. I'm just trying to let them know that this younger generation does not know what it is and what it's like to live without the cell phone. Does not know. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, came down your road. You fix your face, but y'all don't know what it looks like and how it really is to be without a cell phone. Going without something for a short period of time, then getting it, you, you don't know what it is. You don't know what it is to have a rotary phone that you can't dial. You got to see that before your time. Sit on down. That's before your time. And don't mess around and die the wrong number. <laughs> Bishop, you said it right. You got the wrong You got to start all over again. <laughs> you know about it because somebody still had it. But that's what the only phone we had. That's what the only phone that did when we got to a dial talk. We was like, oh, we ain't got to worry about this. We ain't got to worry about something getting stuck. Thank you, Jesus, for progression. <laughs> Y'all have to understand. We joking, but realness. You have to understand. I got to be able to do stuff without the technology. I got to know how to go to the Bible and find the book of the Bible I need to read. Not open up your app and just go and flip. Oh, there it is. And click, click. You need to know what it is. You need to know what the order is. You need to know what the order of the Old Testament and New Testament is. If I tell you go the Chronicles, I shouldn't see you over there in Corinthians. Holiness living requires more from you. In this place, we have to give more. Everybody think when we say give more, we're talking about your finances. In holiness, I have to give more of me. More of me. More of my time. More of my talent. More of my giftings. I have to give more. Holiness living is what's going to get us in. Now, maintaining that doesn't get you your crowns. 
Bitch, you think they ready for that? <laughs> it's a place ready. once you read and understand it. After the beam of seat. I'm in 2 Corinthians chapter. Don't play me. I know. <laughs> after the beam of seat, this is where you can get after he looks at the works you've done. Because in Revelation, he said, I know thy works. I know thy works. So that's telling me he has looked at what you've done. And reminding you everything you think, you say, you do is documented. You better be like David and be quick to repent once I know what I've done. It will be something to get into heaven and know you walk with God and only have one crown and everybody got three or four. Everybody got five or six. It's going to happen. When we get to that place, after all this world is done and over, and God is reigning like he said he would reign, are you going to be a person with one house? Are you on a person house with this no crown? Are you going to be that person because you did not follow what holiness living is here? I tell you, it's not easy, but it's required. Holiness living is something that we got to get back to. And it's, I'm hitting a point that we have to be bold enough and doing it in a respectable manner, no matter what their position is, and let them know you stepped out of the will of God. When you see something, this is holiness living. When you see something, and you know it does not line up with the word of God. And you got the release to say something. Go. Because at the end of the day, I told you, holiness requires obedience. Bishop has a lot of responsibility. And this is the man that we have to lift up in prayer. He prays for us. He understands his position. I don't have to call Bishop and First Lady every day. But to know in the spirit, right? That these are people that pray. That these are people that listen to God. It makes it easier to be holy and submit to authority. Bishop, can you come down, please? Yes. Yes. Jesus, yes. 
for blaming other ministries for stuff when you came in the ministry with stuff. And you're going to leave out with the same stuff. Y'all, I'm in the Word. I can take you from Genesis to Revelation. And, and I'm telling the truth. That's why it's so important, whatever you're going through, be healed, delivered, and set free so you can have a testimony. But if, if you don't have them formed in order, and you leave this house and go to another house, you carrying it with you. And I can sit and tell you, they can preach the house down. But if you don't get healed, delivered, and set free, it's just rolling over and over and over. And y'all, it's a shame how the people of God treat one another. The whole message today has been about repenting. But people don't see the, that wrong, but they can see the wrong in everybody else. But before you try to dissect somebody else's house, make sure you clean up yours yeah. first. Yeah. Clean your house up first. And I mean, you better lift up them area rugs. When I was a little girl, we used to have to take the rugs out and throw them on the clothesline and get a broom and beat them out. <laughs> clean your own house before you try to go and clean up somebody else. With that being said, as we go into 2021, 2021 is the year of takeover. Y'all, I'm ready to take over. Come on. The things that we had planned for last year, we're going to resume those things. Um, I will be having a women's meeting real soon. We're going to kick the year off with a prayer breakfast, revival. We're going right into our women's conference. And from there, right on line, right on down the line. We don't need a whole church full of people. The body that was two or three. Amen. All gathered together, touching in the grand. There he shall be in the midst. Because he look at your heart. And all he's calling for is a commitment. God, I'm going to commit to do your work. Don't do the work for Lady J or Bishop. Do the work for the Lord. Because at the end of the day, when the trumpet sound, Bishop and Lady J can't give you a medical recommendation. And that's where a lot of people is missing. Whatever you do, that's what you're going to get judged by. And listen, I'm trying my uh, my hardest to keep my hands clean in spite of, yes, my flesh want to rise up. And my flesh want to go back, but I thank God for the Holy Ghost in me. And he'll remind me where I came from. And I don't want to go back to where I started from. Um, last announcement, um, I did send a text out. I had the wrong dates, and that's my apology. For the Bible study, it is on Wednesday, not on Tuesday. It will be this Tuesday at 7 o'clock p.m. Wednesday. I mean, Wednesday. I don't know what's going on with Tuesday. That's great. Something going to happen Tuesday. But anyway, um, we are in a series of spiritual dehydration. And so far, we got through three treatments. 